It's time for another great high school sports presentation on ESPN Tri-Cities. Listen to this and all high school sports at NewsChannelNebraska.com. Now let's get you out to the game for high school sports on ESPN Tri-Cities. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Well, that worked real quick, didn't it? Doug and Daddy show over. Now we're ready for baseball. Norfolk and Carney. I had a chance to catch up with Carney head coach Brad Archer. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, the Heartland Athletic Conference baseball tournament here at Den Hartog Field. As Carney getting ready to get things going here against Norfolk, a team they're familiar with, and we're joined by head coach Brad Archer and couple of positives coach at least we know we've got some nice weather we all kind of remember what it was like last year and uh, your team uh, coming off a, a weekend action Norfolk playing last night uh, you're the defending runner-up uh, but it's kind of a whole brand new team for you this year well for for sure uh, we're looking forward to uh, participating here today in the conference tournament uh, should be uh, good weather like you said last year was very cold and windy as, as uh, most of spring was but uh, no we're looking forward to uh, the games today uh, should be a good competition against uh, Norfolk and then if we happen to get by them then uh, we'd face uh, Lincoln East looks like it's pretty wide open just from how competitive you were against East the first time around and seeing how some of these scores uh, have bounced around the top eight or nine even Norfolk has a couple of great pitchers despite their record yeah, for sure they do. Uh, Norfolk's a team that uh, is a lot like we are uh, when they have uh, their one or two pitcher on the mound. They they can beat anybody, and I think they they proved that uh, last week when they beat uh, Papio South, I believe it was. Um, but uh, you know, we played them once earlier in the year here, just last week, matter of fact, and and uh, I think they were out of pitching a little bit, and and we played really well that day. But uh, like I said, you know, the game of baseball revolves around who you have on the mound. It's like I tell the kids, until you beat a team's number one pitcher, uh, you know, things don't really count, so to speak. So uh, we'll see We'll see what happens and, and uh, who they have up there today. Carney's Brad Archer with us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrid pregame show. You've always been the guy that says, you know what, I'm not going to mess around. My number one's going first game of conference or first game of districts, even if you are, say, the, the favorite in the ball club. But unfortunately, your number one is on the shelf right now. Uh, Lucas is injured. What is your pitching situation heading here into the tournament? Well, you know, we, we've kind of fought this all year, to be quite honest with you. And we, we uh, kind of ran out of pitching, uh, you know, on Saturday. But uh, we, we've got three or four kids that have some arm trouble. And so uh, we've tried to maneuver as best we can with the pitch count and the day's rest and those those types of things. But uh, uh, as far as our pitchers are concerned for today, I mean, we have uh, what we feel are two available in, in uh, Bryce Anderson and Quinn Foster as far as starters are concerned. Uh, Aiden Poppy started a game on uh, Saturday and 
you know, became a little nauseated there after about two innings, so we had to uh, remove him from that game, and, and uh, so he, he'll be available as well. But uh, uh, we'll uh, make that decision uh, probably uh, just before the game today. We've talked a couple of times already about the rough start, some of the kids you've uh, had improving, and then you're two runs away from having a five-game winning streak here. Unfortunately, Grand Island found a way last week, and then uh, North Star, as you said, uh, kind of went against some of your pitching that hadn't seen a whole lot of action on Saturday. How do you feel the team has played here the last uh, week and a half? Well, we, we've definitely made improvement. Uh, our defense has been uh, fairly solid for the most part, and, and uh, the kids have really uh, come on hitting the ball, which, uh, you know, I said early in the year we struggled the first uh, four or five games there, but uh, I knew once we uh, started to see some more light pitching that uh, that area anyway would probably improve, and it certainly has. So, you know, we, we start, I think, oh, normally about six or seven juniors, uh, or underclassmen, I should say. There's a couple sophomores that start as well. So, so we're young, but we're making progress. But like I said, the game revolves around uh, who you have on the mound, and, and that's the area of concern right now. Again, the top two seeds, you played East to two runs. You played Grand Island to one run. Who, though, in your estimation, do you think is playing the best baseball in the hack right now? Well, Grand Island certainly has pitching depth. Uh, you know, we, we played them last Thursday in a, in a triangular, and then they turned around the next day, and I think they played a doubleheader with Northeast and Papio South, and they won both those games. And so uh, we knew Grand Island, being senior-oriented this year, uh, would be uh, right in the thick of things, and they certainly are. Uh, Lincoln East has had a nice run as well. They they lost a lot of players from last year, but they have a lot of talented kids, and, and they, they've had some great wins, I think. They gave Millard West uh, their their first loss the other day, so uh, they're, they're certainly playing well. And finally, Coach, uh, you kind of mentioned you've got a couple guys. Norfolk's got a couple guys that they could throw today, depending on how the games uh, went on on Monday night. Uh, what do you take from the first time that you played them? Well, like I said, we uh, we threw Bryce against them on uh, Thursday, and Bryce threw. Uh, uh, exceptionally well. I think he gave up just two hits, and I think uh, Norfolk was probably down the uh, order as far as their pitching rotation was concerned. So, uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. We, we know, uh, you know, if Norfolk throws one of two kids, that uh, they'll be very competitive, and, and we'll have to uh, kind of step up and, and make sure that uh, we're ready to go. All right, Arch, we appreciate it. Let's see if uh, Carney can make another deep run here in the tournament over the next couple of days. Good luck today. All right. Thank you, sir. That's Brad Archer, head coach of your Kearney Bearcats, as they get ready to take on Norfolk in the opening game of the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. And we'll bring it to you here on ESPN right after this. Tonight's starting lineup is presented by Five Points Bank. Better choices, better service. Welcome to Five Points Bank, a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches. Five Points Bank can take your banking and make it simple. Five Points Bank in Grand Island and Kearney, the better bank. And first off, for the Panthers of Norfolk, batting first is the shortstop, Jack Borgman. Batting second is the second baseman, Easton Sullivan. The third baseman, C.J. Hoffman, is batting third. We'll get to that in a moment. He is their number one pitcher, and he pitched last night in their 1-5-4 loss. Uh, pitching will be the cleanup hitter, Hudson Waldo. Batting fifth in left field is Sawyer Wolf. In right field, batting sixth is Carson Anderson. Doing the catching is the... Number seven spot, 24, is his jersey number, Zach Cordner. 
At first base, number eight, uh, batting eighth, excuse me, number 23, Jacob Cullion, and batting ninth in center field is Carter Raymakers. The head coach is Brian Dish, coming in with a record of four and eight, the number nine seed. For Carney doing the catching and leading off is Cole Throckmorton. Batting second at shortstop, Garrison Burns. Batting third at third base is Caleb Larson. The designated hitter batting fourth is Bryce Anderson. In center field, batting fifth, Griffin Novacek. In right field, batting sixth is Bo Scala. On the mound for the Bearcats is number four, Quinn Foster. He'll bat seventh. Batting eighth at first base, Nolan Smith. And batting ninth at second base is Carter Lee. In left field is Keegan Brand. The head coach is Brad Archer, assisted by Matt Connett and Josh Redman. Carney comes in with a record of 5-9 and nine on the season. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. And Norfolk, on the first pitch they see, hits a deep one out into center field, but back to pick it off is Griffin Novacek. And so one pitch, one swing, and one out as Griffin Novacek will haul in a fairly deep shot from Jack Borgman. And you can hear the wind howling in the background here. It is blowing uh, out of the south, which means from right to left here as it's a little off-center at Den Hartog. He has a breaking ball to start things off for Easton Sullivan. Will be up and away for ball one, 1-0. Quinn Foster getting the start here. You would assume a win. Anderson would get the second game. Here's the fastball right in there for strike number one, one and one. Eric Cedar is calling the balls and strikes. Jimmy Motes is out on the bases as your umpires in today's hack opening round game. And the next pitch bounces. It'll be ball two, two and one. C.J. Hoffman would be next, then Hudson Waldo if they can keep things going. Again, all of the play-in games going on right now as Foster works quickly. The 2-1 is right in there for strike two. Two and two. Lincoln Southwest and Lincoln High are playing at Sherman and over at the two field at Densmore. Northeast playing North Star and Fremont playing Columbus. Foster. The 2-2 pitch now on the way to Easton Sullivan. Big curve ball stays up. Ball three. So a full count after Borgman flew out on the first pitch of the baseball game. Hoffman waits on deck here for the Norfolk Panthers who have been very competitive. They just can't win the close games. And the 3-2 pitch on the way. And it's in there for strike three. And Foster, two up, two down here. Gets the called strike. And it is Norfolk Two up, two down for C.J. Hoffman. Now Hoffman comes in batting just 188. As we said, he's their number one pitcher, but he threw last night. So a little bit of a break, and that's what Coach Archer was telling us. Unusual to play, and sometimes it's weather-related, but to play right before the tournament. Here's Foster. He bounces one. Ball one. One and oh. This has been one of the problems for Carney High is not finding the strike zone as much as they wanted it. It's what beat him against Lincoln Northstar on Saturday, issuing all the walks, then the grand slam home run, and Hoffman turns on one and rips it down the third baseline, but it's foul. 
and bounces all the way out to the fence. And since it's in fair territory, somebody's going to have to go run this one down. Keegan Brandt says, I'm not going to go get it. Uh, so Anderson is going to make the long trek out there, and I'm sure somebody's going to have a talk with Keegan Brand about going to get that ball next time. And it's one and one. That's when Waldo is on deck. So as we said, with Lucas Wagner on the shelf here, Carney looking a little elsewhere, not that they don't have capable pitchers, but a little deeper as Foster will have one ripped right at third, and it goes past the glove of Caleb Larson at a base hit here for C.J. Hoffman. So he was right on both of those pitches. He swung out in a two-out single here for Hoffman. For Quinn Foster, 0-1-1 so far on the mound. He has pitched nine innings. He's given up 10 earned runs, more walks than strikeouts. And Hudson Waldo now ready to stand in there. He will pitch. And if he gets pulled, he'll stay in as the DH and the fastball up and in. It almost grazed him on the shoulder. They're going to say it did not hit him. Ball one. Remember the last time we were here at Hartug against Lincoln East. Things seemed to be going well. First two outs of the game, and then he scored four in the first, including a home run. It's not as windy today, but the wind is blowing. And the pitch going to be low and away for ball two. So two balls, no strikes here. First two men were retired on a fly out to center by Borgman and a called third strike on a 3-2 pitch to Sullivan that looked like it was a no-doubter. Hoffman single, and now Waldo ahead of the count, 2-0. and oh. And the pitch, check swing, did he? Going to say no, ball three, and with the first base umpire down at second with only two men working, you couldn't really appeal that even if you wanted to. So it's 3-0 and oh with Sawyer Wolf. On deck. Out of the stretch, the 3-0 pitch. That's right in there. Taken all the way, of course, Waldo. Three balls and one strike. Waldo hitting 324, but only one extra base hit so far this year for Norfolk. Sullivan, who struck out on that called strike, he was their leading hitter at 410. The fastball way inside and a walk. So the 14th walk of the year here in just nine innings, now 10 innings of work, nine and two-thirds officially for Quinn Foster, and that'll bring up Sawyer Wolf, the left fielder, hitting 346. Four RBIs, one double. So Carney's got to be careful after getting the first two. Get out of here and let's get the Bearcats up to bat in the bottom of the first. And Foster comes set, two on, two out. And the pitch to Wolf is going to be fouled on the right field line and out of play. Strike one. Again, defensively for Carney, Keegan Brandon left, Griffin Novacek in center, Bo Scala in right, Caleb Larson third, Carter Lee second, Nolan Smith first, and Garrison Burns over at short. Cole Throckmorton holding down the dish, and Quinn Foster gets the start here. And the 0-1 pitch to Sawyer Wolf. Not much of a lead over there at second from Hoffman, and it's going to bounce, and Throckmorton had got by him a wild pitch, and that allows the runners to advance to second and third now with two outs, and it counts one and one on Wolf. Our injury report today brought to you, as always, by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Tyson Redinger still on the shelf here. He platoons as the catcher, and he is out of today's game. The 1-1 from Foster. He takes it right down the heart, one and two. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. 
So one pitch away from getting out of a two-out jam here for Quinn Foster. Carson Anderson would be next. Sawyer Wolf, one-two pitch is going to be fisted away down the right field line. So we'll do it again. Hoffman at third after a two-out single, which he ripped into left field. And then a walk to the cleanup hitter, Waldo. Wild pitch advances him. Runners at second and third here in the top of the first. And the one-two to Wolf is going to be low and away. Good spot for it, ball two. Just got to make sure if you're going to stay low and away, you don't bounce it. And Quinn's done that a couple of times. Cost him 90 feet for these two guys. Two balls, two strikes, two on, two out. Twos are wild. You don't need a two on the board in the score column. And this one's going to be fouled back out of play towards the parking lot. And again, very shallow here. It's a Tuesday at noon. Not a lot of fans. A few have showed up here. But outside of parents, that's about all you're going to get for a ball game at noon on Tuesday. And we appreciate you being with us here on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and NewsChannelNebraska.com. Wolf trying to stay alive after being down on the count, two and two. And Quinn Foster again brings the pitch inside and might have been behind him. Ball three. Three and two. Anderson waiting on deck. See if we can get that third out right here with Foster. And the big pitch here from Quinn on the way, and he's going to take it just off the plate, ball four. And so a second walk, back-to-back walks, and it loads the bases, and again, all this coming with two outs. Just missed the outside corner, and that'll bring up Carson Anderson hitting 250. Again, also just one RBI. He hasn't played in as many games, and the pitch. Fastball right there at the knees. About the same spot, it's just it was lower than the last pitch he threw. Strike one. So the base is juiced in a big moment here early in the ball game. Last week, Carney beat Norfolk 13-2. Base hit here would get him at least two, you would think. And a swing and a miss, strike two. 0-2 to the right fielder, Carson Anderson. So Foster quickly ahead 0-2. Now keep that ball off the turf. The 0-2 swung on and hit into right field. Over is Bo Scala, and he hauls it in. And so Carney is able to get out of here without giving up any runs. But as most of the season has been, it got exciting here in the first. No runs, one hit, no errors, and the bases were left loaded after a half inning in the opening game of the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. Norfolk nothing. And Carney coming to bat here on ESPN. The Aurora Cooperative mobile app allows you to stay connected to your operation from anywhere. Download the app to see bids, live markets, view your invoices and statements, receive real-time skill tickets, sign contracts, receive work order notifications, pay your bill, and so much more. All from the palm of your hand. Customize your experience with this easy-to-use app and start connecting with Aurora Cooperative from wherever your farm is. Download the free Aurora Cooperative app from your phone's app store today. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing at Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blake, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. 
B&B Carpet and Donovan is here to fill all your flooring needs. We have a great B&B family that has many years of experience and will take good care of you through the whole buying and installing process to help give you peace of mind and to make you happy with your entire flooring purchase. Come into B&B and let us help you with your flooring needs. And a good time to talk about uh, here in April, I think the first time we can really talk much about our new B&B Carpet Athletes of the Month. Brought to you on ESPN Tri-Cities. And congratulations to Rachel Gooden of Adams Central and Tej Hadwiger of Amherst. They both took their basketball teams to the state finals earlier this month. And congratulations to those two. You can nominate an athlete from your school or any school at ESPNSuperstation.com. We'll pick one boy, one girl each month. Brought to you by B&B Carpet. All right, we go to the bottom of the first here. We are scoreless. Although Norfolk left the bases loaded, and it is Carney High's Cole Throckmorton, just like Norfolk did, swung at the first pitch, but he did not make contact on a fastball up in the zone, strike one. Cole Throckmorton, Garrison Burns, Caleb Larson, the first three up here in the bottom of the first for the home team, the Carney Bearcats. And there's another pitch right down the middle for strike two. Well, Hudson Waldo looks like he knows how to throw the baseball as well. you got two or three guys that can throw Waldo one and one with a 3.09 ERA. Statistically, might be their number three guy behind Senevec and Hoffman. And the 0-2 rip right back up the middle, base hit. So a good job of hitting the 0-2 right back up the gut. Throckmorton with a leadoff single here for Carney in the bottom of the first, and that'll bring up Garrison Burns. Burns has kind of shouldered that shortstop and moved Lee over to second a little bit this year. Uh, for Carney, it is Scala leading the way, followed by Larson and Anderson, and so Burns hitting 323. Carney actually, after that first couple of weeks, is really been hitting the ball much, much better. Their batting average, 304 now as a team, which after the first four or five games you would have never thought was possible. And they're doing much better about putting the ball in play. Throw over to first, and Throckmorton slides back in safely. They decided not to courtesy run for him. He is the catcher. Burns waits in the pitch. Curveball out, ball one. Caleb Larson would be next, then Bryce Anderson. Again, the winner gets number one Lincoln East at 3 o'clock here at Hartog. The loser plays a consolation game against a two-to-be-determined opponent, either here or at Sherman at 6. Hopefully we don't have to worry about that. Ground ball towards short, backhand, can't get it. Sliding was the shortstop, Jack Borgman, and it didn't take a hop for him. He just kind of slid past him, and Carney High is going to get back-to-back base hits here to start the game. It would have been tough to even get anybody out had he got to that baseball in the hole. Throckmorton probably would have been to second. He would have had no chance at first. And so the first two batters reach here for Carney, and that'll bring up Caleb Larson, hitting 341, three doubles, six RBIs so far on the season. A chance for Carney to get something going here. They'll come in at the corners at first and third. They love to bunt at Carney. Let's find out what Coach Archer has in store here. Turn to throw back to second. I think they just wanted to see if Larson was going to square to bunt, which he did not square. Tried to watch down there. I didn't really even see Coach Archer give any signal. But you can get a signal from about anywhere, so let's see what the case is. Swinging away and fouling it right off the mask. 
Looks like everybody's okay. Strike one. Well, one thing you can say is that Waldo is throwing strikes. Everything's pretty much been right there in the zone. For Carney High to swing at. Throckmorton at second, Burns at first. Doug Duda with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities on a beautiful Tuesday in Lincoln. And the pitch from Waldo. There's a breaker. Slow roller towards short. Picked up over to second for one. Back to first. Not in time. A fielder's choice. And Carney's got runners at the corners. On the slow roller out to Borgman. He found Sullivan. Sullivan tried to make the turn, but it was not close. So, Burns will be retired. 6-4. Throckmorton goes to third. Larson down to first. And that will bring up the designated hitter, Bryce Anderson. Now, Bryce hitting three. 33, three doubles. Again, Carney is still looking for their first home run of the year, and if you had to make a little bet like they do on the Morning Sports Center, this is the kid that I would expect would be the first one to knock one out of the ballpark. And now Coach Dish is out here talking about possible interference. Jimmy Motes wants to talk to his home plate umpire. I imagine that's the only thing he could be talking about. I cannot imagine that they would award it here. It would not have been close over at first. And as the short conversation ends, everybody heads back to their spot, and we'll stay right where we're at. So one on and one out, excuse me, and runners at the corners here, scoreless in the bottom of the first after Norfolk left the bases loaded, getting everybody on with two outs and a fly out to right to end the inning. Anderson waiting. As the catcher, Zach Cordner, gives the indication about what they want to do defensively here, just in case Larson takes off. He's got a very short lead at first as they hold him on. And Waldo's pitch swung on and grounded towards first. The runner coming home, and they'll just take the play over at first, and Carney will be on the board. So Jacob Culligan decided, I'm just going to take this myself and let the run score. One to nothing, Carney on an RBI ground out here by Bryce Anderson, and that'll bring up the center fielder Griffin Novacek. Last time we saw Carney here against Lincoln East, he had himself a day. Running down to second is going to be Caleb Larson now with two outs here in the bottom of the first. One to nothing, Novacek also a lefty, and the pitch is going to sail up and away. Looked like he tried to throw the curveball that didn't, and it's ball one, one and zero. Oh. So a little flip of the way the inning has played. Norfolk, two outs and then got three on. Carney got the first two guys on and now back-to-back outs with Novacek at the plate. And the lefty waving the stick. The pitch, fastball, fouled back into the facade and almost comes back and hits Novacek, who obviously wouldn't have been paying attention. There's not a whole lot you can whack here behind home plate, but it came back into play and the umpire looking at that baseball. Probably still play with it here in high school. I'd want that one if I was the pitcher because it's probably got a pretty good scuff on it. One and one. Novacek, short lead over at second for Larson. Shortstop trying to hold him on, and Borgman now gets out of there. And the curveball into left center field. Will that baby get down? No. Charging in is Sawyer Wolf. Novacek hit it hard, but he'll. 
fly out to left field and Carney High one run on two hits. There were no errors and one man left on base. The first inning of the Heartland Athletic Conference Baseball Tournament is in the books. It's Carney 1, Norfolk nothing here on ESPN Tri-Cities and online at newschannelnebraska.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And we go to the top of the second inning here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Doug Duda with you. Norfolk down one to nothing. It'll be the bottom three. Zach Cordner, Jacob Culligan, and Carter Raymakers against Quinn Foster, who will fire one in there taken for called strike one. Norfolk left the bases loaded with a couple of walks. One strikeout from Foster. Here's one ripped towards the left, and it's going to be down by the shortstop. Burns his throw over to first, draws him off the bag. Let's see what they call that one. Man, what a, it's, it's one of those where it was such a great defensive play and then had to make such a tough throw. They're going to call it an infield hit, and we are going to get a courtesy runner here for Norfolk. And coming in to courtesy run will be Dylan Virguts. Virguts comes in to courtesy run at first base on the infield single from the catcher, Zach Cordner. Man, what a great backhand stick over there by Burns. And that'll bring up Jacob Culligan, the first baseman here for Norfolk. Right-handed batter, squares to bunt, bounces it on the turf. They've got to play it second. They'll fire it down Throckmorton. Got him! Kind of a bad break there for Norfolk. The pitch was so bad that the batter, Culligan, pulled the bat back, and Throckmorton was able to keep the ball in front of him and throw out the courtesy runner in Virgetz, and that will... Clear things out. Beautiful throw there by Cole Throckmorton. It is ball one to the number eight man, Jacob Culligan. And here he'll pop one up, back and out of play for strike one, one and one. That's what you love to see, a little help for your pitcher. And Cole Throckmorton. One ball, one strike. And the pitch, ooh, behind him again. Foster just looks down like most pitchers do and go, what just happened to my hand? Two balls, one strike, and two of the three pitches that were not in the zip code. Quinn working quickly, though, the 2-1 right down the pipe. So he knows he can't live on the fastball, so he's trying to work on some off speed. 
But those have been getting away from him. But he's one strike away from getting the K here on Jacob Culligan. The 2-2 is going to be lifted in the air towards third base. And the third baseman, Caleb Larson, calls for it, takes two steps forward, and makes the catch. So after the leadoff single, we now have two out and nobody on. And that'll bring up the center fielder, Carter Raymakers. He hits in the number nine slot here for Norfolk. Now Raymakers can also pitch a little bit, but he's only hitting 143, a lot different than Carter Lee, who's in the nine hole hitting over 300 for Carney. And the pitch fouled straight back, strike one for Raymakers. No balls, one strike, one nothing. Carney, top of the second, nobody on, and two outs. And a check swing is in there for strike two, though. Didn't even matter if he went around. Our home plate umpire, Eric Cedar, says good enough for a strike. Again, Norfolk, four and eight after two one-run losses. They did get blasted by Carney and Grand Island in that try last Thursday. Here's a weak chopper towards third. Larson charges, picks it up, and he's not even going to have a chance. Second infield hit here. Good play by Larson, just didn't have a chance. So an infield single for the number nine batter, Carter Raymakers, and we go back to the top of the order, and Jack Borgman, Borgman swung at the first pitch of the baseball game and hit it to fairly deep center field where Griffin Novacek hauled it in. Borgman hitting 281, two extra base hits, a double and a triple so far on the season. He's the only player that has either a triple or a home run for Norfolk, so a lot of small ball for him this year. And here's one inside that is going to be ball one. 1-0. One so again, Norfolk, just like they did in the first inning, going to try and get something going here with two outs in the second. Carney up one nothing on a Bryce Anderson infield RBI. Here's one ripped into left field. Base hit. Back-to-back hits and rounding second, heading to third. And in there safely is going to be Raymaker. So he may not be hitting high in the order, but he's got some speed in Borgman. Back-to-back hits, third hit of the inning here. And again, one of those wiped out on an attempted steal of a pitch in the dirt. So that'll bring up Easton Sullivan. He was punched out on a 3-2 fastball at the knees for the second out to start the first inning. But for the second straight inning with somebody with two men out, somebody standing at third here for Norfolk, and Foster's going to try and keep him off the board once again as the wind howls from right to left. But really nothing outside of the first pitch of the game has been affected by the wind as far as big pop-ups. We've had some line-outs as the fastball's just low at the knees and going to be called ball one to Easton Sullivan. Raymakers at third, Borgman at first. Not a big lead over there, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him take off. And the pitch. Swung on a hefty swing, and he comes up empty. Strike one, one and one to Easton Sullivan. He is, by average, the leading hitter on this team, 4-10. Couple of doubles, five RBI. Checking the runner at first is Foster. Now comes set runners at the corners with two outs here in the top of the second. And Foster's pitch is going to be low. Ball two. C.J. Hoffman would be next. Don't want to get to him. Let him start the third inning here if you are the Carney Bearcats. one nothing Carney, but Norfolk again threatening here in the top of the second inning. And the pitch from Foster taken across the letters for strike two. He thought about it, decided not to swing at one, not what Sullivan wanted. 
Two balls, two strikes, two outs, two on. In the second, twos everywhere. And let's see if Easton cashes in the Powerball or if it's going to be Quinn Foster to be the winner here. The 2-2 pitch. Swung on and fouled at the plate. We'll do it again. High school baseball here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Brought to you by our friends at Currency. Makes financing quick, easy, and secure for heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers, and more. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Foster having to work hard with two outs in both innings. And again, the 2-2 way high. Pops off of his catcher's mitt, and nobody goes from third. They will get down to second. Rockmorton didn't find where that one went, and even though it was a little high, I'm going to put that as a pass ball. Even though he made such a great play earlier, Borgman did get it down to second, and now we have a full count on Easton Sullivan. Three and two. And again, Foster needs to find a way here. He got Sullivan on a called third strike. I can well imagine he'll be swinging at anything close this time around. And the 3-2 pitch. Swung on and ripped to left, but fouled. He got out ahead of that one and took it out of the ballpark wide, not deep, but wide, past the bullpen. And I think Norfolk, especially here, these first four or five batters know that Quinn, to get strikes, is having to locate his fastball because he hasn't thrown a bunch of breaking pitches in the zone. Will Quinn take a chance here? Once again, the 3-2 pitch, trying to get out of the top of the second inning. Foster sets, fires, and it's going to be chopped foul. That's a good pitch. That did have a little movement on it. And we'll run down some more of the foul balls to our home plate umpire, Eric Cedar. So Cordner started with an infield single. Then the courtesy runner, Verguts, was thrown out trying to steal second on a ball that bounced off the turf, but Throckmorton made a good play on one more time, a 3-2 pitch on the way to Sullivan. And this one's ripped at third off the glove of Larson. And both runs are going to score as it trickles into left field. And rounding first and heading into second. And just a rip shot. Norfolk continues to pound the baseball. And a two RBI double. Larson would have loved to have that stick in his glove, but it was such a reaction. And they're going to give him a hit, so we will too. And Norfolk takes the lead 2-1, to one, and now we're into the meat of the order with C.J. Hoffman, who ripped a single to left last time up. So Sullivan standing down at second as Norfolk looks for more. And Foster's pitch swung on and missed, and again a hearty swing there by the number three man, C.J. Hoffman. Strike one. Can Foster overpower him for a little bit? It's it's a catch-22. You want to play a lot of baseball, but Carney also needs to manage their bullpen. Foster's pitch going to be a little low and away, ball one. So for the second straight inning, even though they had an infield hit, there was nobody on and two outs. They left them loaded in the first, not here in the second, as Raymakers and Borgman came around to score. And now Hoffman trying to get Sullivan in. The 1-1. Curveball. There's one that actually had some movement on it. It drops in there for strike number two. One and two to Hoffman with Hudson Waldo on deck. Two to one Norfolk here in the top of the second inning of the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament at Lincoln East Dan Hartung Field. 
Sherman's nice, but this has all the turf. And the pitch. Curveball hit towards short. Burns scoops it up, throws to first, and gets the out. And that will end the inning. But Norfolk with the two RBI double by Easton Sullivan, able to get the lead here. Two runs. They do pick up four hits in the inning. There were technically no errors and one man left on base. We go to the bottom of the second. Norfolk 2, Carney 1 here on ESPN. Now powering the Nebraska trenches, tender, juicy, and delicious certified Piedmontese beef. Raised throughout central and western Nebraska, healthy Italian heritage Piedmontese beef is known for being the taste of real beef. Whether you're barbecuing for friends and family or gifting across the country, certified Piedmontese beef will delight and impress for any occasion. Shop local. Shop Nebraska. Shop online at cpbeef.com. Be powered by Piedmontese. Certified Piedmontese beef. Real Nebraska beef. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online and that's why we're the better bank. Synergize from Ag Explorer International is your all-in-one drip control, defoamer, surfactant, and ammonium salts with a water conditioner and absorption activator. Synergize is the number one AMS replacement on the market. Over 30 million acres worldwide have made the right choice with Synergize. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical today for a dealer in your area to get Synergize, NutriPack, Enzone, and other great products from Ag Explorer International. 308-468-6206. And Bo Scala to step in. And the first pitch he sees, he's going to rip into left field. A leadoff single here in the bottom of the second, just like Thockmorton did to start the game, only he had an 0-2 pitch. The right fielder, Scala, jumps on the first pitch he sees from Hudson Waldo and hits it into left. So that will bring up Quinn Foster. He is doing the pitching and does stay in the lineup. Not everybody that pitches hits, but he does. In fact, as we said earlier, we were talking about the uh, – Tyson Rediger being out. We mentioned Luke Wagner uh, also going to be out for a while. And hopefully he's back soon because they they need the young man as every team needs everybody that they can. Here's a curveball that he takes for strike one. 0-1 to Quinn Foster. Foster hitting 256, but he's hitting eight. He's got eight doubles. <laughs> a lot of doubles on this team for Carney. And the pitch swung on and fouled right back towards us. Luckily, there's a screen in the way. If there hadn't been a screen, his dad would have got 25 cents for the foul ball. But he did not. It's 0-2. Nolan Smith on deck. Again with the wind blowing across from right to left, the right fielder Jacob Culligan is playing the co-ed line out there in right field. The pitch, curveball out, 1-2 and two to Foster. Leadoff single for Bo Scala. He stands at first. Again, Carney, not the speediest of teams for the second straight year, so not a ton of stolen bases. One ball, two strikes to Foster. And Waldo comes set, fires, fastball just low. Raymakers tried to, excuse me, Cordner tried to frame it there, but did not get the call. Two and two. Carney getting one in the bottom of the first. 
Throckmorton came around to score after that leadoff single. And the 2-2 to Foster. Curveball swung on and missed. Strike three, and Foster is the first strikeout victim of the game for Hudson Waldo. And that'll bring up the first baseman, Nolan Smith. He's hitting 325 on the season. And then you're going to have Carter Lee come up, who's hitting 302. Not bad for the eight and nine guys in the lineup. Smith, just three RBI, though, so far in his 13 hits on the season. And the runner at first, the pitch. Came up inside, and it's going to be ball one, 1-0. One hey, congratulations. It's another letter of intent signing day coming up on Wednesday. That's tomorrow, and once again, they'll have a ceremony at Kearney High around 4 o'clock. I'll tell you about some of the youngsters that are signing. And the pitch. Fastball just up, ball two. It includes Brody Arnold, and he hopes he won't be at the ceremony because if he's not at the ceremony, that means that Carney would be playing in the championship game tomorrow or at least on their way back from the semifinals. He's going to go to Midland. And the 2-0 pitch now to Smith. Swung on and hit towards right field. Let's see what the wind does. Culligan back, Culligan back, Culligan back. One hop off the wall. And it's going to be at least two. The runner coming around third. We may have a play at the plate. Nope, they're just going to jog him in. And it's 2-2. A double, one hopper off the right field fence for Nolan Smith. And he'll get his fourth RBI of the season as Bo Scala trots all the way around to tie the ball game at two. With one out here in the bottom of the second, and Carter Lee will stand in there. He is the left-handed batter between short and second throughout the season. And it looks like Nolan Smith was just running some stuff over to the coach. He'll go back out to second, and we're ready to go. As we said, Lee hitting 302, three doubles, eight RBIs on the season, has a chance to give Carney the lead back here in the second. Waldo's pitch, going to sail away outside, ball one. We were talking about some other athletes signing tomorrow for Kearney High. They've got some softball players, three of them, Grace Seavers to Northeast Community College, a pair going to Peru State, and the Harsh girls, Jalen and Kaylee. Tatum Rusher will sign to play basketball at Doan, Jackson Romero soccer at CCC in Columbus. Here's a backdoor breaker, just missed. That was a good pitch, 2-0 to Carter Lee. Of course, El Clasico tonight, the Kearney Grand Island boys. Playing at Kearney High, the girls are at home against Southwest. Kearney Catholic home today against SCOTUS. And the 2-0 pitch to Carter Lee. He sets on a fastball and rips it high in the air into short left. Coming in is C.J. Hoffman. He'll make the call, and Sawyer Wolf, and Wolf will take it. So Hoffman back down from third, Wolf from left, and Wolf hauls it in. Carter Lee wanted to knock that one off the trees. And out number two. So back to the top of the order, Cole Throckmorton hit an 0-2 pitch right back up the middle and eventually scored in the first inning. Our high school baseball brought to you by Broadfoot Sand and Gravel and Optical Gallery. Say thanks for making Kearney High Athletics available here on ESPN. And the pitch to Throckmorton. And it's off the bat, back straight to the backstop for strike one. Didn't get a lot on it, just a little tick. 2-2, bottom of the second. One in each inning so far for Carney. 
A two-RBI, two-out double in the top half of this inning for Norfolk. And the pitch. Curveball popped up in the infield. Now it's going to be foul coming over as the catcher quarter can't get to it. And it will be strike two. 0-2, Garrison Burns would be on deck. Scala singled. Foster struck out. Nolan Smith hit it over the right fielder's head to drive him in. And now Smith standing at second base, hoping that Throckmorton can drive him home. Here in Lincoln, 76 degrees. The wind out of the south at about 15. Two balls. Excuse me, no balls. Two strikes. Two on. Crossed already here for Carney. And the runner at second. Throckmorton waiting. Can he do it again on 0-2? It's a curveball missed. Again, Corder tried to bring it back in. Did not fool the umpire. It's 1-2. But it was a great pitch. <laughs> Give credit to Hudson Waldo. Waiting again, Throckmorton. One and two. Trying to keep the inning alive here for Carney. The pitch, fastball, hit towards second. It's going to get to the outfield. The second baseman was shaded towards first, and Carney High is going to take the lead back. Three to two on the RBI single for Cole Throckmorton. All right, Bearcats answering the two in the top of Norfolk, two in the bottom, and Garrison Burns. He's your shortstop. He singled as well in the first inning. And now we will get a courtesy runner coming in here for the Carney High Bearcats. And they have about two that they use all the time. And this will be Owen Fritzen, one of those. So Owen Fritzen comes in to courtesy run for Carney. They did not courtesy run for Throckmorton the first time. But with two outs, this will give him a chance to get his gear on. And the fastball to Burns swung on and missed strike one, 0-1. Oh two in the inning, 3-2 to two, Carney. And the pitch. Ooh, a high strike. Strike two as Burns took that one. So it's 0-2 oh to Burns with Larson on deck. Burns 323 and bumped that up with his last at bat. But now down 0-2, and he'll just keep it alive. Slow roller towards short, backhand, long throw to first. He say, oh, they called him out. Jimmy Motes called him out. Let's go to replay. But a great play in the hole over there by Jack Borgman, and Burns is called out. So Carney High does get the lead back here. Two runs, and they pick that up with three base hits. There were no errors and one man left on. After two complete here at the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament, it's 3-2 to two in favor of Carney over Norfolk. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own, and every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor, and so I went to be a PA. 
And one night, called her, said, I'm going to be home late. And she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town, and Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. And we're ready to go to the top of the third inning here. Hudson Waldo, the pitcher for Norfolk, will foul the first pitch back and out of play. 0-1-1. 3-2, Carney. Each team getting two runs across there in the second. Waldo, Sawyer Wolf, and Carson Anderson. 4-5-6, the first three men up for Norfolk against Quinn Foster, who fires one just a little up. Ball one. One ball, one strike. Again, Norfolk as a team hitting 256. Here's one up and in that is fouled out of play, just trying to protect Hudson Waldo. One and two. He walked with two outs and was stranded in the first inning. Give Foster credit, he does work quickly. A big over-the-top curveball started too high. It broke, but not enough. Two balls, two strikes. Our high school baseball brought to you by Johnson Landscape and Hellman Maine. Kostler and Cottle. The pitch from Foster swung on and popped back over our heads again. Two balls, two strikes. The winner gets Lincoln East at around 3 o'clock. And we'll have whatever Carney's game is next here on ESPN. If they happen to lose, then they play a consolation game at 6. Here's a fastball and a foul back again. So your cleanup hitter and Waldo doing a good job of keeping himself alive here. Again, a 324 hitter, but only one extra base hit. With the win, that could help him today if they drive it towards left. And there's a breaking ball taken for strike three. And Foster will get his second punch out, both on called strikes, to start the third inning. And that'll ring up the left fielder, Sawyer Wolf. He walked in the first. Now, again, it's been a pretty good start, but most of the damage... Gets nervous with two outs here for Norfolk. Imagine what happens if they can get things going. They had a leadoff infield single last inning, but got thrown out trying to steal second on a ball that got away from Throckmorton. Fastball high. Ball one. Well, it didn't really get away from Throckmorton. It was bounced, and he made a heck of a play to keep it in front of him. Tracked it down and made a perfect throw to nail the courtesy runner in Virgetts. Here's one that bounces in front, and it's 2-0. and Wolf. Walked to get the bases loaded there in the first, but that's all the farther he got. And it's 2-0 to him again. And it's 3-0 to him again. Sometimes there's just a kid that stands in there that either you can't throw a strike to or you don't throw a ball to. And this time it's Wolf, and here's a called strike. One automatic 3-1. Carson Anderson is on deck. One of four first-round games going on here. In the tournament, the pitch, 3-1, low, ball four. And Wolf walks for the second time here this afternoon. That'll bring up the right fielder, Carson Anderson. He put the ball in play with the bases loaded and two outs, but 
It was a fly out to Bo Scala in right field. Glad to have you along with us on ESPN Tri-Cities for the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. We hope it's a long run again for Carney like it was last year. And the pitch swung on and ripped towards third, but foul by Anderson. Strike one. Again, last year, Carney got the first round by, then had to survive Pius 8-7, to seven, and they upset Lincoln Southeast in, in a game that finished near midnight in the championship. They got beat by Lincoln Southwest. Last year, Norfolk, who only won four games all year, beat Lincoln High and then got beat by Lincoln Northstar. And the fastball high. In fact, I think we can flip that. They only played the two games. They lost to Northstar, and then they beat Lincoln High in the consolation. Pitcher is high to Anderson, 1-1. One and one. Short lead away from first for Sawyer Wolf, with one out here in the top of the third, 3-2 Carney. Curveball up. Run started to go, but came back. Again, the Hat Golf Tournament yesterday. Carney third, two shots out of second. Perry Swarm led the way, tied for fourth. Fastball high in the air in the infield. Shortstop Burns drifting into left center. Back he goes, back he goes. He'll take it for out number two. So Anderson skies went out into short left center that Garrison Burns is able to haul in for out number two, and that'll bring up the catcher, Zach Cordner, who had an infield signal his first time up. So Carney has not been able to get a three-up, three-down inning, and neither has Norfolk. Getting everybody kind of back after it now after the Easter holiday. Folks back in school. Not everybody. I noticed Pius down the road here wasn't today. But a lot of folks still competing in junior high track or golf. Here's one that bounces. And off to second. Heck, they could almost try to go to third here. But smart move, Sawyer Wolf says. That's far enough. Wild pitch from Quinn Foster. So here we are. The two-out dilemma that Carney has got into the first two innings, and again for the third straight inning with two outs, a runner in scoring position here for Norfolk and a chance to tie the game with a base hit. And Foster set, hit him right in the back. And that's not going to hurt Zach Cordner. He's the most stout of the nine that we've seen come to the plate. And the catcher will trot down to first base. But here you go, first and second. With two out, Jacob Culligan will come in. He hit a high pop fly on the infield to Jacob Culligan, who drifted back with that wind to take the catch. And you can hear the wind picking up again here. Pickoff play at second. Oh, it's a good thing it hit the runner. It was way behind the man covering over there in Burns, and it hit the runner, Sawyer Wolf, diving back in. Foster had a wild pitch back in the first inning with runners at first and second that moved him up that didn't eventually hurt him. And now Jacob Culligan waits and the pitch. He'll take it low right on the knees for ball one. 
So, again, pitch count so important as well, and Quinn has thrown a lot of pitches here in the first three innings. The good news is he still currently has the lead. Burns trying to hold the runner. Now the pitch. Swung on and hit into short center. It didn't even get there. Burns is going to be able to get it before it gets to center. Off the end of the bat. And Carney able to get out of there with another pop out to the shortstop in Burns. So no runs. There were no hits. There were no errors. And there were two men left on with a walk and a hit by pitch. We go to the bottom of the third. It's Carney 3, Norfolk 2. On ESPN. Does your business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB0-54873. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. This broadcast is made possible in part by Tillotson Enterprises, committed to being Nebraska's leader in spray-on roof coatings, interior foam insulation, concrete lifting, foundation repair, waterproofing, and concrete floor coatings. They provide highly skilled crews, exceptional customer service, and the honesty and integrity their customers deserve. They use the latest equipment and small, well-trained crews closely supervised to get a level of quality not always found among the contractors who will be asking for your business. For more information, go to Trust. Tillotson.com. Three, four, and five for Carney to start the bottom of the third. That means Caleb Larson is up, grounded into a fielder's choice the first time. He's going to rip one into the right center field gap. Right fielder coming over, can't get it. It won't get to the wall. They're going to have a play here at second base. Off the cut, he's in there safely. And Caleb Larson, there's another double. Might have to check the stats. For a team that's five and nine, they might have the most doubles in the state. Uh, Caleb Larson. With a leadoff double here in the third, Bryce Anderson, then Griffin Novacek against Hudson Waldo. Both pitchers are still in there, albeit just in the third inning. 3-2 to two, Kearney with the lead here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and ENT Physicians of Kearney. And they'll take a spin back to second. Nobody covering, so no throw. Kearney looking for their second win over Norfolk. They beat them. Last Thursday over in Grand Island, 13-2, and then Grand Island came back and beat them 5-4. Norfolk also lost 11-1 to Grand Island. Anderson, who had the RBI ground out to first in the first, takes one low ball one. Obviously the right fielder Culligan playing much deeper here against the lefty in Anderson. As we mentioned last time up, would seem to be ready to take one for a ride. Breaking ball down and away. Ball two. That pitch there, which still didn't hit the ground, was about the farthest out of the strike zone that we've seen in the first three innings from Hudson Waldo. He has been right around the zone the entire game. But ahead in the count is Anderson 2-0. 
And the pitch. Fastball missed on the inner half. I don't think it's where the catcher was set up, and that might have thrown the ump off. And now the catcher, Zach Cordner, says, I want to go out and talk to my pitcher. And so he trots out there real quickly to talk to Hudson Waldo, but it's 3-0 on Bryce Anderson. Larson standing at second after the leadoff double. Carney is up in this basket, or this football game by a score of 3-2. Oscar football practicing. Coach Rule talking about what they're going to do in the spring game. Hail varsity if things work out right for Carney later on. The pitch to Anderson taken all the way, and it's low and in, ball four. So that'll be the first walk of the ball game for Waldo. He's got one strikeout. And the first two men on again for Carney, just like they were in the first inning. Two of the first three were on in the second inning. 3-2 Carney and Griffin Novacek, who flew out into the left center field gap to end the first, is in there waving the bat, hoping to move the runners along here. Waldo takes a lot longer, comes set, and finally delivers the pitch. And there's a strike. That was also on the inside, but it was just up high enough to get the call. No balls, one strike. So we said Novacek really blistering the ball here the last couple of weeks. Raised that average up to 323. And the 0-1 swings at one over the outside half and comes up empty, strike two. 0-2, and boy, could Hudson Waldo use a punch out here. Runners at first and second with nobody out in the bottom of the third of the Bearcats leading at 3-2 in the 8-9 matchup of the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. And Waldo's 0-2 pitch. Hasn't had many of these, and it's going to be crowded towards second. They'll scoop to second for one, back over to first, and a double play. 4-6-3. And that'll bring up Bo Scala, who singled to start the second inning. Larson does get down to third. But that is a bummer for Carney High here in the bottom of the third. Scala, the leading hitter for anybody that has had more than a couple of at-bats. And he'd like to throw another one on the board right here. Out of the stretch and the pitch. He'll take the breaking ball outside, ball one. Quinn Foster on deck. Carney trying to get something going with two outs. They had one in the first, two in the second. And trying to get one here in the third, the pitch. Breaking ball that does drop in there for strike one. Good one from Hudson Waldo. Trying to work himself out of a two-on, nobody-out jam here. That double play definitely... Helping things out. Larson standing at third. He's not being held on and doesn't have a very big lead either if one would get to the backstop. And there's one that bounces. That's about the first one we've seen. Good block by Zach Cordner. Two and one. So Larson needs to be ready to scamper even though one hasn't gotten past Cordner so far in this baseball game. Again, the winner plays the top seed and number two team in the state, Lincoln East. Next, Carney lost to him 10-8 earlier this year here. The curveball going to be hit into center field. Charging in is going to be Raymakers, and he'll haul it in. So he popped a good one, Scala did, but Carney, a big threat of the third, comes up empty. 
No runs on one hit. There were no errors and one man left on. Three complete in the opening game of the Hack Tournament. It's Carney three and Norfolk too. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blake, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. And a big thank you to our many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school baseball. We go to the top of the fourth. It's 9-1-2 for Norfolk. Carter Raymakers, who had the final put out there at the bottom of the third, will start things off. And the first pitch is taken for strike number one. Raymakers had an infield single and scored in the second inning. Around 70 pitches already through three innings for Quinn Foster for Carney. Fastball in there for strike two, 0-2. They would love to get him through five innings, but he's going to have to have a very efficient fourth. And again, I'm just estimating. I counted it up at 63, not counting the two-strike foul balls. And how about a three-pitch strikeout? Raymakers looked at that one over the outer corner. And three pitches, all strikes, and all three strikeouts have been on a called third strikeout or third strike for Quinn Foster. That's the way to get things going here. Number nine, go get him. Now here's Jack Borgman. He flew out to center on the first pitch of the game, singled and scored in the second. Some dangerous guys here at the top half. A curveball in there. Strike one. Well, maybe Coach Redmond and Conant had a little conversation with him between innings because looking pretty sharp here in the first four pitches. Here he tries another curveball. That's the most movement we've seen on one, but it drops inside for ball one. One and one. And the 1-1, one, one. inside and high, ball two, two and one. Easton Sullivan would be next, and C.J. Hoffman after that. Foster again, works quickly. 2-1 pitch, ripped to left, but again pulled and foul. If it gets deep into the ball game here, just to, to give you a note, once it gets to the outfield, foul ground to the fence, you'd have a hard time parking a car there. There's just not a lot of room. And the two-strike pitch way outside. That's really the first time we've seen Quinn try to maybe get a strikeout with a big old breaking ball and the count full. 
So got the first one on three pitches. Don't want to lose Borgman here. The 3-2. Fastball, and it was high. He was really trying to get it down the middle, but he throw a little high, and it's ball four. That will be the fourth walk of the ball game and a hit batter in this game for Quinn Foster. That'll bring up Easton Sullivan. He's had a 3-2 count both times that he has been up there. Struck out and then a two-RBI double that he ripped down the left field line that just ticked the glove of Caleb Larson. Pitch here has popped up off the handles, and it's going to float back out of play. Four strike one. 0-1. Carney three, Norfolk two. Top of the fourth, game one. Carney would have to win three to get to the finals. Two today, two tomorrow. And go through the number one seed again, although this year it's Lincoln East. The pitch from Foster stays high. Up at the chin level. One and one. Raymakers struck out on three straight pitches. Borgman draws the walk. So far, Norfolk has left six men on base through three innings. Foster's pitch. There goes the runner on a hit and run. It's popped up in the infield. The first baseman, though, takes the ball and nobody there to cover first, which is fine. They were not going to get him anyway. But a pop out to Nolan Smith for out number two. Foster came over, and he just got called off, and so Foster wouldn't have had time to get to first, and they wouldn't have got him out anyway. And that'll bring up C.J. Hoffman. This is a dangerous kid. He singled in the first, and he grounded out to short on a nice play by Burns to end that second inning. So runner at first, two outs. And Hoffman, the pitch to him is going to be popped up in the air again. Second baseman Carter Lee settles under it, and a couple of heavy swings and the ball pops into the air, and Carney gets out of here with no damage. No runs, no hits, no errors. One man left on base via the walk. And we will go to the bottom of the fourth. A much more efficient inning there for Quinn Foster. It's 3-2 to two Carney on ESPN. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Ag Explorer International is providing the agriculture industry with the highest quality products at the best value, like NutriPack with its state-of-the-art chemistry. NutriPack increases growth activity in the four major parts of plant development, roots, stems, leaves, and fruit. If it is green and grows, NutriPack is a product for you. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical for a dealer in your area to get synergized NutriPack and Enzone from Ag Explorer, 308-468-6206. And Quinn Foster will lead it off here for Carney in the bottom of the fourth inning off Hudson Waldo. And the first pitch going to sail outside, ball one. 
Well, let's see off of his best inning on the mound if Foster can get something going offensively here. 7-8-9, Foster, Nolan Smith, and Carter Lee with Carney leading 3-2 in the bottom of the fourth inning. And the pitch to Foster, swung on and fouled back over our head and out of play. High School Baseball on ESPN, brought to you by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the Tri-Cities only board-certified sports chiropractor located in Kearney, florangchiropractic.com. The wind of the 1-1 pitch to Foster. Another breaking ball. That's a perfect pitch. Strike two, one and two. Wouldn't have swung at that one either. That was right there. Broke down right at the knees on the outside corner. Smith on deck. And the pitch to Quinn Foster, 1-2, low, ball two. Unfortunately for Quinn, he doesn't want this to be a strikeout. He's the only strikeout victim so far for Hudson Waldo in a baseball game. 2-1. and one. And Waldo kicks and fires, and a check swing, strike three, and they'll have to throw down to first to get him out, but they do. So Waldo starting to throw a little more off speed and strikeout number two. That'll bring up the first baseman, Nolan Smith. He had an RBI double and eventually came around to score the go-ahead run in the second inning. And as we said, we're batting in the 8-9 and nine hole, advantage Carney, at least average-wise. Smith, 325, got his second double over the right fielder's head. And Jacob Culligan has backed up this time. And a pitch high to him, ball one. He's not going to let that happen again. I mean, he's not deep, deep, but he is definitely not playing shallow like he was to most of the right-handed hitters before that one over his head. And the 1-0 pitch. There's a good one over the outside half for strike one. One and one. In that wind, not quite as bad as it may sound coming through the microphone here. It's been standing about 15 mile an hour from right to left. The 1-1. Curveball gave him one up for strike two. One and two. Little up in the zone. I've only had a couple really like so far what Eric Cedar's been doing behind the plate. He's been very consistent. The pitchers haven't made it hard on him either. But only a couple that have made the fans from either side question it. Here's one up and away ball two. Carter Lee would be next. 3-2 3-2 Carney, bottom of the fourth, one of the first, two in the second. Both runs for Norfolk came with two outs in the second. And the pitch, 2-2 on the way, bounced it well, a little low, ball three. And it's full to Nolan Smith. Only one walk issued, that came to Anderson on a four-pitch walk back in the third inning. He was eventually erased as part of a double play. So here you go, the payoff pitch, low and outside, ball four. So Smith battles his way back for a one-out walk. Just the second walk issued, and here's Carter Lee. Carter has worked his average up to 3.03 coming in the game. He had a 2-0 pitch that he tried to hit to Omaha and skied it into left field to get the second out of the second inning. In a little bit at third, here's the pitch. Nice one over the outside, corner for strike one. Lee definitely with the capability to try and 
push bunt for a base hit. The third baseman, C.J. Hoffman, playing about a step inside the bag over there. At first, Culligan trying to hold him on, and it's going to be grounded towards first. Foul. Want to make a clarification. Carson Anderson in right field. I think I said Culligan a couple of times, and I want to make sure I got that right. Carson Anderson, your right fielder for Norfolk. And Carter Lee finds himself down in the count 0-2 after being ahead of the count the first time, 2-0. Let's see what Waldo brings home, and he throws it all the way to the backstop. The first wild pitch of the ball game just slid right out of his hand, and Smith will truck down to second base. One and two to Carter Lee. Cole Throckmorton, who's two for two, is on deck. And that should take any double play out of play. It would be very hard to double Carter anyway. So Throckmorton should get up here at least in the fourth. Let's see how Waldo responds from his first wild pitch. Curveball poked away, just protecting the plate. Over the outer half, fouled out of here. Smith a walk, wild pitch down to second. Six hits for Carney, five for Norfolk. Four of those were in that second inning where they got two runs. Lee again awaits the one-two pitch from Waldo. And he'll pop that down the left field line. That might stay in play. Coming over is Wolf, and it does actually. Kind of held up well away from the foul line. Almost drew that as a left-hander. And Lee flies out for the second time to left field. Just last time it was a lot higher. So two outs, and that'll bring up Cole Throckmorton. Singled and scored to the first, drove in around to the second. And both times with two out, two strikes. Trying to pad the lead here a little bit. And the pitch to Throckmorton up around the helmet, ball one. Cole has that very open stance, and then as the pitcher goes into his motion, He'll get back into a little bit more close stance, bring that left foot, that lead foot back in. And the 1-0 to Cole from Waldo. And that's going to stay over the letters for strike one. One and one, Garrison Burns on deck. You're listening to KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, ESPN Tri-Cities, and online at News Channel Nebraska. Com. Doug Duda with you at Den Hartung Field in Lincoln. Lincoln East for the Hack Tournament. Curveball up. That's the Heartland Athletic Conference. Of course, Carney's still one of the newest members. I guess you could say Norfolk is as well. Old GNAC members. Norfolk, Columbus, Carney, and then, of course, Pius coming in separately. The pitch swung on and popped into right field. Playable here for Carson Anderson. He drifts back about four steps and will haul it in, and they retire Throckmorton for the first time here in the ball game. So Waldo able to work around that one-out walk and wild pitch. No runs, no errors, no errors, and one man left on. No runs, no hits, no errors, one man left on. So the last two innings, nobody has scored, and we go to the top of the fifth. It is Carney 3, Norfolk 2. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. 
Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. This broadcast is made possible in part by Tillotson Enterprises, committed to being Nebraska's leader in spray-on roof coatings, interior foam insulation, concrete lifting, foundation repair, waterproofing, and concrete floor coating. They provide highly skilled crews, exceptional customer service, and the honesty and integrity their customers deserve. They use the latest equipment and small, well-trained crews closely supervised to get a level of quality not always found among the contractors who will be asking for your business. For more information, go to Trust. Tillotson.com. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. All right, we have a pitching change brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. Aiden Poppy will start the fifth here for Kearney. We'll make some other changes. First pitch is laced on a one-hopper towards short. Burns backs up, makes it, and low throw. Cannot be scooped by Nolan Smith. Nolan really good at that, and not only did he not catch it, it bounced off the turf and whacked him in the face. And he's going to take a second here to uh, get his senses about him here. Unfortunately, that'll be a throwing error. Waldo, we've seen Burns make some nice plays in the hole, but where he was, he laced it at him till he took a step back and then maybe threw it a little bit off his back foot. And looks like we're going to take some time over here for an injury to our first baseman, Nolan Smith, our injury report, brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. And, if he's not bleeding, he'll probably be okay. We do have a trainer here, so that's cool. They're going to come over and take a look at him, see if he's okay. And, of course, anything you get off the face anymore, they want to make sure you're not in a, any kind of concussion protocol. With the move of Aiden Poppy, who did pitch Saturday but you know, fell ill, as you heard Coach Archer say in the pregame, it looks like there maybe is a little blood over there that they're cleaning up. So outfield, Keegan Brand will come out. Bo Scala will move from right to left. Then Quinn Foster, who plays center when he's not the pitcher, will go out and play center, and Griffin Novacek will move from center over to right. So all the outfielder positions have changed. We're still attending to... Nolan Foster over here, or Nolan Smith, excuse me, so we'll take a quick break and be back with more. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own and every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. 
It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank. Well, our change in the outfield is not going to last very long, it doesn't look like. They are going to take Nolan Smith out of the ball game. Don't know if he broke his nose or if it looked like something they might have to stitch up. And then moving from left over to first will be Bo Scala. So Bo has went from right to left to first. Owen Fritzen then goes out to left field. And the word we're getting is maybe this will be a stitch deal. But you see uh, Coach Archer is out of the dugout, behind the dugout over here with the trainer and possibly a parent trying to see what's going on with Nolan Smith. And, again, it's always a big loss. But Nolan, one of your big offensive players, he's a great first baseman for Carney. Wishes that he could have gloved that one instead of taking it in the schnoz, but it didn't work out that way. Our high school baseball here on ESPN is brought to you in part by Certified Piedmontese Beef, Italian Heritage Bread, Nebraska Raised Perfection. It's lean, tender, and delicious. Order at cpbeef.com. All right, out of the injury, Smith out. We're ready to go. And the pitch is going to be a curveball that drops in but stays a little high for ball number one to Sawyer Wolf. So Waldo reached on the error, and that's where we're at here. 3-2 Carney, top of the fifth. First error of the game, the pitch. Ooh, it was a hit and run, and the pitch was so far out, it's a strike at a stolen base here for Waldo. Wolf protecting the plate from Aiden Poppy, who came on in relief of Quinn Foster to start the fifth. So a stolen base for Waldo. He's down at second, but because Wolf swung at that one way out of the zone, it is one and one with Carson Anderson on deck. See if Poppy can settle in here. Short lead from second. The pitch poked down the right field line, but drifting foul and into the bullpen over here by Norfolk. Strike two. Wolf has walked both times and been stranded both times. Poppy would love to set him down right here. One ball, two strikes, nobody out. Runner at second with a one-run lead for Carney. And the pitch from Poppy, thought about it, no. For the first time, Throckmorton double-checked. But again, your umpire not down the first baseline, hard to appeal that. He did not go, so it's two and two. As Poppy checks in with Throckmorton, his catcher for the signal. The tying run at second with nobody out here in the top of the fifth. The pitch goes after a high one and clubs it into center and letting it bounce, and it takes a high hop off the turf is Quinn Foster, and it's going to be a single with the runner advancing to third. Foster, good speed. It was definitely right in between. He probably had, would have had to dive, and you didn't want it to get by you. So Wolf tomahawks one into center field for a single. Runners at the corners now, and Carson Anderson, he's flown out to right. And hit a high fly out to the shortstop, Burns, that drifted in into short left center field. He does not cheat himself. He's had a good eye on the baseball. Squares to bunt, pops it up, but it's going to be too far back for Throckmorton to get to. It was a safety squeeze. The runner was not coming down the line in Hudson Waldo. Strike one. 
but it kind of, not that Cordner and Culligan and Raymakers can't hit or haven't already hit, but when you take a look at the season, it really kind of drops off right about here for the guys that are offensively solid for Norfolk. So Coach Dish would maybe like to get the tying run across right here. 0-1 to Anderson. And the pitch. Curveball swung behind it and laced it into the Norfolk dugout. Looks like everything came out okay. And it is strike two. Actually, Coach is in the dugout. He gives the signals from there to his base runners. 0-2 to Anderson with Cordner on deck. Poppy's pitch up and in. Ball one. Again, when Carney misses, they don't just barely miss. That's kind of been the story for the season. But a strikeout would be huge here with Zach Cordner on deck. Runners on the corners, nobody out in the fifth. Aiden Poppy's pitch swung on and yanked foul. Past his assistant coach in the third base dugout. Waldo hit one into the shortstop. Gap and a throwing error got him on base. And it also took Nolan Smith out of the game because it bounced up and whacked him in the nose. It looks like he's getting stitches, maybe. The pitch, curveball, slow roller towards third. The throw to second. The runner is going to come home, and the pitch, the throw, excuse me, is going to be offline. They got the out at second, and waiting to come home was Hudson Waldo, and we are tied at three as Anderson will reach on the fielder's choice, Wolf is forced out at second base. Carter Lee threw it home, but they weren't going to get him anyway, and Zach Cordner will step in. Singled and hit by a pitch. He is the catcher for Norfolk. And so Foster now no longer the pitcher of record, and there is one that's hit into left center field. I guess he could be if this doesn't go where it's going to bounce over the, no, off the fence. Will they try to send him? Here comes the throw in to the cutoff man. And it wasn't a strong throw, and Norfolk will take the lead. Well, Zach Gordner proving that the bottom of the order can hit the baseball. He's two for two and hit by a pitch. He's got a double. Two in the second, two in the fifth. And we're not done yet. An extra base hit, a rarity for Norfolk on the season. And Carson Anderson comes all the way around to score. Four to three, Norfolk. And that'll bring up Jacob Culligan, the first baseman. He's popped it into the air both times to the left side. Here he hits it towards second. Lee, it got by him. Picking it up is going to be Griffin Novacek. His throw bounces about 10 feet in front of him, and it's 5-3. He wasn't sure whether to try a hammer at home or just get it into the infield. And Norfolk's got it going here in the fifth inning. Culligan's first hit of the baseball game drives in Zach Cordner. So Norfolk not waiting until there's two outs like they had the rest of the game. And here comes Josh Redman taking a walk to the mound. Kind of a CNI single into right field. Of course, with that runner at second, he was trying to at least stay in the ballpark. And it just slid past him out into right field to Novacek. So an error, a single, a fielder's choice, a double and a single. And it is a three-run inning here in the fifth for Norfolk, and they lead it 5-3. to three. And it's not like it's really been 
a whole lot of Aiden Poppy's fault. I mean, Cordner on the double ripped one, but you had an error, and you had one that was a ground ball. That's what you want. Sometimes it just doesn't go at the defender. So the number nine hitter, Carter Raymakers, who singled and scored in the second and then was called out on three straight pitches to start the fourth, will come in there. And then it's Jack Borgman who's going to go play college baseball right there at home at Northeast Community College. Carney needs to stop it right here. Short lead over at first. They'll throw over there anyway. Culligan a pretty, not overly tall, but he's not short either. He's just as tall as Bo Scala, who's over there at first now. And Aiden Poppy. The pitch is chopped back towards short. Burns will take it. Second for one. They'll turn to first and not in time. Good hustle down the line there by Carter Raymakers. But Carney now with two outs. Again, playing deep in the hole and playing it off the hop. Burns to Lee. Would have needed somebody with my speed to throw out at first on a double play there. So here is Jack Borgman. He's one for three, hit one to deep center to start the game, singled and scored in the second, walked in the fourth. Here's a pitch out of the zone. They throw to second. It goes into the outfield. And so around second and on their way to third, Carter Raymakers, stolen base, and Carney with the error on the throw. Just wasn't picked up. Maybe some miscommunication there between second and short. And that's the... Weird thing about stats, you have to give the error to the catcher, but it probably wasn't his fault. And Jack Borgman stands in there. He'll take one for a strike. I did not see what they called the first pitch. I don't think anybody up here did, and our umpire doesn't usually show the count. So it's at least one strike. It's either 0-2 or 1-1. The pitch just outside. Ball two. Okay, there we go. Thank you, Mr. Cedar. Two balls and one strike. 5-3 with another run at third for Norfolk. Already three runs across here in the inning. Aiden Poppy, the 2-1 pitch outside, ball three. And C.J. Hoffman is on deck as they try to bat around here. Or excuse me, Easton Sullivan is on deck. Three and one. Getting into the meat of the order, the 3-1 pitch way high, ball four. First and third, Easton Sullivan called out on strikes. Ripped one into left for a two-RBI double in the second and popped out to first last inning. So he is one for three, but that was a big blow he had in the second. Big batter here in the game. Carney can't afford, you wouldn't think, to get any farther behind here in the top of the fifth, the pitch. Right down the middle, hit in the hole and going to get out towards left field. It's knocked down, but nothing Burns can do with it. And, boy, they're hitting them where Carney isn't right now. Another infield single for Easton Sullivan. That was a good pitch, too, from Poppy. He had to really reach and just slow roll it out towards short. But an RBI for Sullivan, who leads the team in average coming into the ball game. And Raymakers will trot home. Four runs here in the fifth. Six to three, Norfolk. And C.J. Hoffman, one for three. A single back in the first. Borgman at second, Sullivan at first. Poppy comes set. And the pitch. Breaking ball out. Ball one. 
And now Norfolk has batted around here in the top of the fifth inning. Waldo got this all started on a ground ball to short that was a throwing error. The pitch. There's a good one. Fastball down the middle for strike number one. One and one to Hoffman. Again, a lot happened to go in this inning. Poppy came in, and on that very first batter, the ball bounced up and thumped Nolan Smith in the nose, and he had to come out of the game. The 1-1 pitch from Poppy. Skied into center field. Foster should be able to handle this one pretty easily. Drifts towards right center and hauls it in. But Norfolk bats around here in the top of the fifth inning. Four runs. They get that done on four hits. There was one Carnier and two men left on base. Nine left on base so far. And there was two errors, excuse me, two Carnierers in the inning. And those were their first two of the ball game. So a huge inning for Norfolk. And they take the lead into the bottom of the fifth. A lot of baseball to go. It's Norfolk 6 and Kearney 3 here on ESPN Tri-City. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. The Aurora Cooperative mobile app allows you to stay connected to your operation from anywhere. Download the app to see bids, live markets, view your invoices and statements, receive real-time scale tickets, sign contracts, receive work order notifications, pay your bill, and so much more, all from the palm of your hand. Customize your experience with this easy-to-use app and start connecting with Aurora Cooperative from wherever your farm is. Download the free Aurora Cooperative app from your phone's app store today. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blake, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. Another call to the bullpen brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Norfolk goes to get the tall, lanky left-hander in the sophomore, Ethan Sinovec. He has a 0.91 ERA in three appearances so far this year. Seven and two-thirds innings. He's only given up one earned run, seven Ks, and four walks. It'll be Garrison Burns, Caleb Larson, and Bryce Anderson due up for Carney here, trailing 6-3 in the bottom of the fifth. And the first pitch is over the outside edge, strike one. So when you get this lefty to your right-handers, it's going to look like a lot of backdoor pitches that drop in there, strike one. Burns singled in the first and grounded out to short in the second. And he leads off the fifth here. And the first 0-1, swung on and Miss strike two. Carney's got to find a way to get after this young man early here, or they're going to be playing at six o'clock. Carney has 
Only left four men on base, but one each inning. 0-2 bounces way in front of the plate. Ball one, one and two. Caleb Larson would be next. He's reached both times, and then Bryce Anderson. The winner gets Lincoln East. You can hear a little bit of East warming up in the batting cage over here to our right. Again, a big thanks to Zach Limbaugh and all the folks here at East for their hospitality. I think Carney's played more games here than they have at home so far. Rip right back up the middle. Another two-strike hit for Carney. Garrison Burns, second base hit of the ball game. And Carney has the leadoff man aboard for the fourth time in five innings. And that'll bring up the third baseman, Caleb Larson, grounded into a fielder's choice in the first and had a double to start the third inning. Again, Carney is back home on Thursday or Friday and Saturday. They have their makeup game with Fremont Friday and then Saturday noon with Hastings, both of them here on ESPN. And the fastball. Called a strike up and away a little bit there to Caleb Larson. Playing pretty much straight away right now in the outfield for Norfolk. Against Senevac, who has a little bit more on his fastball. Breaking ball up. Thinking about it was Larson. Did a good job to hold off. One ball, one strike. The designated hitter, Bryce Anderson, would be next. In a perfect world, you'd see Larson get on and Anderson get the first home run of the year. But that's only if you're a Kearney fan. Fastball bounces, knocked down by quarter, stayed in front. In fact, probably even rattled off Larson there a little bit. Ball two. Both catchers have done a really good job. Throckmorton's probably been challenged a little bit more than Cordner was because Waldo did a good job of keeping it around the zone. But now it's 2-1 to Larson. And the lefty brings it home, swung on and foul, tipped at the plate or not. No, they're going to say it wasn't ticked. And the runner gets down to second on a wild pitch. Nobody's arguing about it, so two balls, two strikes. Burns to second on the wild pitch. Big breaking ball to Larson. Now definitely he's got to find a way to put the ball in play here to at least move the runner along. Shortstop and Borgman trying to hold him on. The 2-2 swung on and hit off the hands towards first and it's going to be caught right there. Just a fister over to the first baseman and Jacob Culligan and Larson is retired. That'll bring up the designated hitter in Bryce Anderson, the big left-hander. Anderson grounded out to first, but drove in a run in the first and then walked in the third. Coming in, hitting right at 333. So this is our first lefty-on-lefty matchup of the ball game. See how Bryce handles this. From Senevac, it's going to be on the outside at the knees for strike one. No balls, one strike. This is KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and NewsChannelNebraska.com. Doug Duda with you here. Dan Hartog Field of the Heartland Athletic Conference Baseball Tournament opener. Kearney going to have to rally here down on the fifth, 6-3. Fastball and fouled away to the opposite field. Four strike two. Norfolk with a four spot here in the top of the fifth to take the lead, 6-3. to three. They had two in the second. Carney one in the first, two in the second. Have not scored since. They've got Garrison Burns standing at second with one out and an 0-2 count to the cleanup hitter Bryce Anderson. The pitch 
Swung on and crowded towards first. It'll move the runner, but for the second time in a ball game, Anderson rolls over the top of it and is out to the first baseman unassisted. And that'll bring up the center fielder, Griffin Novacek. He slapped one to left and grounded into a 4-6-3 double play in the third after Carney had put the first two men on. And really since then, Carney has not done anything. Got the first two on in the third. And that hit here by Burns to start the fifth is the only thing since then. So Novacek trying to get it going here. Takes a curve ball that's curving too much. Strike ball one. 1-0. One 6-3 Norfolk, bottom of the fifth. The winner gets the top seed Lincoln East at 3 o'clock. Sinovac, Ethan, brings it home, and it's going to be golf towards left field, but high enough in the air that it's playable and got out there to Sawyer Wolf in a hurry. And Novacek goes to the opposite field twice, but too much slice on it, and the leadoff single is left. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left on. Two innings to go in regulation. It is Norfolk 6, Carney 3 here on ESPN. B&B Carpet and Donovan is here to fill all your flooring needs. We have a great B&B family that has many years of experience and will take good care of you through the whole buying and installing process to help give you peace of mind and to make you happy with your entire flooring purchase. Come into B&B and let us help you with your flooring needs. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. We go to the top of the sixth. It's Norfolk 6 and Kearney 3 trying to avenge last week's 13-2 loss to the Bearcats in Grand Island. And Aiden Poppy begins his second inning of work. First pitch is grounded towards short. Burns backs hand it. Long throw over to first, but that one's on the money. And... Almost the exact same play that started the last inning because they batted around. Waldo, he hit it to shortstop, but Burns bounced it over there. It got Smith in the forehead. We understand it's not his nose, but he does have a gash right above his nose and had to come out of the baseball game. But here, the out. And that'll bring up Sawyer Wolf, and he'll take the first pitch for a strike. Waldo jumping on the first pitch he saw both times. He is now 0 of 3 with a walk. Wolf, 0-1 pitch, a little high. Ball one. A walk, a walk, and a single for Sawyer Wolf in the baseball game. As the wind picking up a little bit here, as it is expected to do today. The 1-1 curveball that does it for Poppy. Aiden didn't take a whole lot of pitches to warm up here. I suppose tongue-in-cheek he threw enough in the last inning that he was still pretty warm. He's down on the count here, two and one. Fastball, got him on the outside corner for strike two, two and two. So Poppy trying to get a positive top of the sixth and get the Carney bats right back out there. And the pitch, up and in. 
Ball three, three and two. Quinn Foster got the start, went four innings. On the other side, Hudson Waldo got the start for Norfolk and went four innings. 3-2 pitch from Poppy, and it is high, ball four. So another walk by Carney pitching. Way more walks than strikeouts, unfortunately, today and throughout the season. That is the second walk allowed by Poppy. Carson Anderson, the right fielder, stands in there for Norfolk. And the pitch, swung on and missed, strike one. Haven't been many of those today. Anderson flew out to right, popped into short left center that the shortstop Garrison Burns handled, and then reached on a fielder's choice, drove in a run and scored last inning in that four-run frame. Pitch, fastball, throw back to first. Back in time. Strike two called, 0-2 to Anderson. Zach Cordner is on deck. Norfolk 6, Carney 3. And the fastball off the barrel of the bat. It's a foul ball, 0-2. Here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Den Hartung Field, bringing you the hack tournament while Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there again, the 0-2 pitch. It's high. They're trying to steal the base. Good throw. He's out by a mile. Throckmorton nails Sawyer Wolf. Outstanding job to slap down the tag. So now the base is empty and one strike away from the first 1-2-3 inning for either side. Can Aiden Poppy make it happen? The 1-2. Swung on and popped up. Foul territory. Can Throckmorton get to it? Yes, he can. And that's how the inning will end. So it ends up being no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base for the first time in the ball game. And we go to the bottom of the sixth. It's Bearcat time. Norfolk 6, Carney 3 here on ESPN. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Now powering the Nebraska trenches, tender, juicy, and delicious certified Piedmontese beef. Raised throughout central and western Nebraska, healthy Italian heritage Piedmontese beef is known for being the taste of real beef. Whether you're barbecuing for friends and family or gifting across the country, certified Piedmontese beef will delight and impress for any occasion. Shop local. Shop Nebraska. Shop online at cpbeef.com. Be powered by Piedmontese. Certified Piedmontese beef. Real Nebraska beef. All right, we go to the bottom of the sixth. 
It'll be Bo Scala, Quinn Foster, Nolan Smith for Carney. They trail Norfolk 6-3 against relief pitcher Ethan Sedevac in for his second inning worth of work. And the first pitch to Scala right down the middle for strike one. Scala singled and scored in the second, flew out to center to end the third. Carney's had the leadoff man on four of five innings, but last inning after Burns singled, he was left on base. Swung on and foul, tipped at the plate. Strike two, 0-2. Again, both Sedevac and the starter, Waldo, throwing a lot of strikes here for Norfolk, and it looks like maybe that pitch got the catcher in Zach Cordner. So the umpire comes out, sweeps off a plate that has no dirt on it because it is a turf field, so there's no dirt to get on the plate. And the 0-2 pitch. Coming up to Bo Scala. Carney's been pretty good with two strikes. Let's find out. And this one sails high and away, ball one. Quinn Foster is next. He's got the dubious distinction of being the only man to strike out today for Carney, and it's happened both times. See if we can get a man on here for him. The one-two pitch to Bo Scala, who's moved over to first. Fouled away, trying to protect the plate on one that rode in on the hands. One and two, playing very deep in the infield. In fact, your shortstop, Jack Borgman's actually standing in the outfield. The one-two pitch again, low on a sweeper, ball two. Two balls, two strikes to Bo Scala, leading off the sixth, six to three, Norfolk taking the lead with a four spot in the fifth. Foster and Nolan Smith are next. Two balls, two strikes, and Ethan Senevac with the wind up here for the Panthers. Brings it home. Swung on and hit right at short. Borgman waits for the two-hopper and throws over to first. And speeding down the line, Scala, but got him by half a step. And the first man is retired here for Carney in the sixth. Our high school baseball on ESPN brought to you by Broadfoot Sand and Gravel and Hellman, Maine, Costler and Cottle. A big thank you to those fine folks and all that make our high school coverage possible. Now Quinn Foster, who's out in center field, will stand in, and the pitch drops in there for strike one. Another good off speed over the inner half. Bottom of the order now for Carney, trying to keep something going here in the sixth. And the pitch just high. One and one. So, Carney hoping to play six games this week. They're guaranteed four. As we said, Fremont Friday, Hastings Saturday. And here's another one that drops in there for strike two. One and two, similar to the first pitch that Foster took. Tough ones to hit, but good breaking balls that are dropping in over the inner half. Nolan Smith waiting on deck. And the one-two pitch now to Quinn Foster is on the way, and it hit him. There we go. A little break for Carney. He tried to throw that big old curveball again, and he started it inside too far, and Sedevac hits Quinn Foster. So the speedy Foster will head down to first, and now Nolan Smith is back. So that's good news. Smith, after getting stitched up over there, 
is back into the baseball game. He doubled over the right fielder's head. It scored and drove in a run in the second and walked in the fourth. And the pitch to Smith. Swung on and hit into right center field. Find a gap, find a gap, and it hung up there too long. Center fielder, did he drop it? He dropped it. He dropped the baseball, and paying attention and getting over to second is Foster. He was shaded towards right center was Carter Raymakers, who has played so well. Now the head coach in uh, the head coach of Norfolk, Brian Dish, saying, was he transferring it or did it pop out? And Jimmy Motes is going to say, I mean, I don't know how you change your mind now, but he at least wants to come out and say, didn't he already catch it and trying to bring it in? And as it stands right now, it'll be an error that gets Smith on first and brings up Carter Lee. And the discussion continues out there by the pitcher's mound. Could be a big call here. I kept my eye on it. It was tough to tell. But it looks like things will stay as it is. And can Carney take advantage of the first error of the game on Norfolk? So Foster's over at second. Smith is at first. Sometimes that runner can get caught up not knowing, and they still get a force out. But Foster... Takes his lead away from second. The tying run is at the plate with one out here in the bottom of the sixth for Carter Lee. Lee looking for his first hit of the game, and he'll take a mighty swing and come up empty. Strike one. He's flown out to left both times. And again, Carter got to find a way to keep the ball out of the air, but hit it hard. Third baseman is in, C.J. Hoffman. Squeezed in the middle infielders with runners at first and second. Lefty versus lefty, and Ethan Sinovac brings home the 0-1 pitch to Carter Lee, and it bounces, but it's blocked nicely by Cordner. Runners stay where they are, 1-1. One one. Throckmorton at the top of the order, waits on deck. Golden opportunity here for Carney. Got to take advantage here, down three in the sixth. And Sinovac steps off the mound. Now steps back on, checks the signal with his catcher and fires, and Lee will take a breaking ball low, ball two. Two balls, one strike to Carter Lee. Foster at second, Smith at first. Signals being flashed from the shortstop, Jack Borgman, to his pitcher on who's going to be covering the bag. And the 2-1 pitch to Carter Lee. He bunts it. Right back to the pitcher. He'll have a play at first, and he gets him. Ugh. Don't want to bunt it right back to the pitcher because Carter Lee's speed is enough to maybe get the bases loaded, but it will be a sacrifice bunt with runners at second and third and now two outs. And it'll be Cole Throckmorton. He singled his first two times out and then flew out to right to end the fourth. Cole's had a good game. Now he can make it a great game if he can find the outfield turf and cut it to one right here. But two outs and the pitch. Takes it inside. Would have let it hit him, but it almost almost hit him, not did hit him, and it's ball one. Again, the lefty Cenevac living over the outside corner to the lefties, which is the inside corner to the righties. Checks the runner at third, no worry there. 
And the 1-0 pitch to Throckmorton. Swung on and popped in the air. Carney's got to be careful. A lot of fly balls. It's out of play. Strike one. Scarlett grounded out to short. Foster got hit by the pitch. Smith hit it into right center, and the center fielder dropped it. So Carney threatening with no hits in the inning. It'll be a perfect time to get that first one here for Throckmorton. One and one with Burns on deck. Sedevac's pitch, and it's off the plate. Tried to overthrow a curve so much that his hat fell, and it's two and one. The winner gets east at 3 o'clock. The loser plays the tough consolation game, which is what Norfolk had to do last year. Carney, the defending conference runner-up, trying to stay alive. The pitch, low, ball three, and away. So Throckmorton got to look for his pitch and not, not overswing. We've seen that happen a couple of times on fly ball outs to various Carney batters. But, boy, you'd love to see that base hit right here. Three balls, one strike. Burns on deck. What does Sinovac do? Here it comes. It's outside. Got away from the catcher. Here comes one run across on an easy trot home for Quinn Foster. And that cuts it to two with the tying run at first on a walk to Throckmorton, who reaches base for the third time in four at-bats. But the wild pitch will get Foster home, and it gets Smith down to third. And the infielders will meet at the mound. So things are kind of unraveling here for Norfolk in the sixth with their own doing. Carney does not have a hit, yet they have a run and two more base runners on. Garrison Burns singled in the first, grounded out to short in the second, and singled in the fifth. So just like Throckmorton, trying to get on for the third time. Bottom of the sixth, you play seven here in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. Short lead away from first. They will hold Throckmorton on. And Burns now ready to get the first pitch from Ethan Sinovac. Swung on and hit deep to left field. Very high in the air, but it'll hold it back, back, back. And making the catch just in front of the warning track was Sawyer Wolf. The wind has died a little bit, but it wouldn't have mattered. He hit it well. And unfortunately, Burns flies out to left field to end the sixth inning. Carney gets one run on no hits, one Norfolk error, and two men left on. We go to the seventh and final inning. It's Norfolk 6, Carney 4 here on ESPN. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Synergize from Ag Explorer International is your all-in-one drip control, defoamer, surfactant, and ammonium salts with a water conditioner and absorption activator. Synergize is the number one AMS replacement on the market. Over 30 million acres worldwide have made the right choice with Synergize. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical today for a dealer in your area to get Synergize, NutriPack, Enzone, and other great products from Ag Explorer International. 308-468-6206. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. 
plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. And every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. We go to the top of the seventh inning. Aiden Poppy throws a backdoor breaking ball called strike one on the catcher, Zach Cordner. 7-8-9, and nine. Cordner, Jacob Culligan, Carter, Raymakers here for Norfolk. They lead at 6-4. And the fastball low and away, ball one. Cordner is two for two on the day and was hit by a pitch at an RBI double and scored in the fifth. Poppy working his third inning in relief for the starter, Quinn Foster. Fastball cut the outside corner, strike two. One and two, the first and only one, two, three inning of the game for either team happened to Norfolk last half inning with the help of a caught stealing. They did get a one-out walk, but Wolf was thrown out by Throckmorton. Poppy's pitch, curveball, hit into shallow right center field. Foster coming over and will make the catch. So one up, one down here in the seventh. Jacob Culligan popped out to third. Flew out to short left. The shortstop Burns has been a busy man today. And then singled in a run in the fifth. So Culligan stands in there. Norfolk, as we said, has left nine runners on base today. The pitch from Poppy is ripped into left center. That was a fastball right down the middle. And the left fielder, Owen Fritzen, comes over to pick it up. So back-to-back singles here for Jacob Culligan, and here comes Carter Raymakers. Singled and scored in the second, called out on strikes in the fourth, reached on a fielder's choice and scored in the fifth. So he is one for three. And stands in there trying to make amends for the air in the bottom of the sixth. And the pitch from Poppy is grounded towards short. Burns has it, scoops to second for one. Lee over to first, double play. And six straight outs, and now it's up to the Carney offense. They need two in the bottom of the seventh inning. Six, four, three, and that is a double play. No runs on one hit, no errors, and nobody left on. It's 6-4 Norfolk when we return. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor, and so I went to be a PA. And one night, called her, said, I'm going to be home late, and she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town, and Mary Landing had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Landing Healthcare. Mary Landing Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Does your business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. 
Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB0-54873. We go to the bottom of the seventh. It's the heart of the order here for Carney High. Three, four, and five. Caleb Larson, Bryce Anderson, Griffin Novacek against Ethan Sedevic of Norfolk starting his third inning of relief. Six, four, Norfolk as we go to the bottom of the seventh and the first pitch fouled away at the plate by Caleb Larson. Reached on a fielder's choice in the first, doubled in the third, and fisted one over to the first baseman in the fifth. Well, out of their last six losses, Five of those have been by either one or two runs. Only Millard South thumped him a couple of Saturdays ago. The pitch swung on and hit high in the air to center field, chasing at Raymakers, chasing at Raymakers. It's over his head and off the wall, around second, and hustling to third, a leadoff triple for Caleb Larson. And the boys in blue are ready to make a move. Down by two. Raymakers was shaded towards right center. Win might have helped a little, but he hit it over into the 360 gap. And a triple. The tying run is now at the plate. Bryce Anderson, he's had some trouble today, though. He walked in the third, but he's rolled two to the first baseman. He needs to get one past the first baseman right here. Again with Senevec, the pitch. Lefty on lefty, breaking ball. Didn't give him that one. Outside, ball one. Sinovic pretty effective. Gave up a run last inning that was unearned. Again, came in with an ERA of 0.91 in seven and two-thirds innings. The pitch to Anderson. Fastball. No, a breaking ball got away from the catcher. No reason to try to score there. Good job. At this point, that run doesn't mean anything. And it's 2-0. When Anderson did walk back in the third, it was a four-pitch walk. Griffin Novacek on deck. But this is the area where Carney has struggled offensively today, kind of in the middle of the order, 4-5-6. The 2-0 pitch, and he'll take it for a strike. 2-1. Bryce ready to swing. Had it been a wood bat, he probably would have had a little sawdust coming out of the handle the way he was gripping that baseball bat. 2-1 pitch to Anderson. Swung on and fouled back. 2-2. Whatever it takes to get on base right now. A leadoff triple for Caleb Larson, but Carney's down 6-4. Here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Trying to get a win into the quarters of the hack tournament. And play the next game here. And the 2-2 pitch now to Anderson. Swung on and skied in the air down the left field line. And it's going to be caught, it looks like. And a sacrifice fly, so it's a one-run game. But now the bases are empty, and Carney has hit a bunch of them in the air. So Norfolk will be satisfied with that. And RBI sacrifice fly brings Larson in as Sawyer Wolf tracked it down in that sun. That'll bring up Griffin Novacek. He's grounded into a double play and knifed two out there to Sawyer Wolf. In left field, he's 0 for 3. 6-5, bottom of the seventh, the pitch to Novacek. Swung on a big swing and came up empty. Strike one. Bo Scala will be next. A 
Senevec, the wind and the pitch. Curve ball, golfed into center field. Raymakers has an easy play on this one, and Carney's down to their final out. So Novacek, who had been having the hot bat coming into the game today, 0 for 4. And Carney's one out away from playing in the I-don't-want-to-play-in-it consolation game tonight. And it could be here, it could be at Sherman, depending on how the rest of the games come out. And we do not have any updates from the other fields, unfortunately, for you. So Bo Scala stands in, a single, and scoring in the second, flew out to center and grounded out to short. Can Scala keep it going here for Carney down 6-5? Swung on and fouled away at the plate, strike one. So Sinovic trying to work around the leadoff triple. Carney High would play here if there's no upsets because they would be the highest seeded losing team in the 8-9 matchup. But it's at six, either here or Sherman. Let's hope they can come back. The pitch to Scala. He'll have one bounce in front of him, one and one. Trying to stay ahead in the count so Sinovac can stay away from that big breaking ball that he's been throwing over the inner half. Tried that and bounced it that time. One and one. Quinn Foster on deck. Nobody on, two outs, down one. The pitch. Swung on and hit to left. He lines it. Back is Wolf. He's got it, and that's the game. So Scala lines out to left. After the Larson triple, Carney goes fly out, fly out, fly out. And they had a bunch of them here today. And Norfolk avenges last week's loss. And Carney, who made it to the finals last year, will be a one day and done. They will play again later today, but it won't be until 6 o'clock. One run, one hit, no errors, and nobody left on. And the final score here... The Norfolk Panthers 6, the Kearney Bearcats 5. Kearney will play tonight at 6 o'clock, either here at Hartug or at Sherman Field. We'll try and get some results for you and pass those along. And then wherever they play, we'll have it for you here on ESPN. They will not play tomorrow no matter what happens. And then they will be back home against Fremont for a makeup game Friday at 4 and a regularly scheduled game at noon Saturday against Hastings, all here on ESPN Radio. Back with more on the New West Post Game Show in a moment. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. This broadcast is made possible in part by Tillotson Enterprises, committed to being Nebraska's leader in spray-on roof coatings, interior foam insulation, concrete lifting, foundation repair, waterproofing, and concrete floor coatings. They provide highly skilled crews, exceptional customer service, and the honesty and integrity their customers deserve. They use the latest equipment and small, well-trained crews closely supervised to get a level of quality not always found among the contractors who will be asking for your business. For more information, go to Trust. Tillotson.com. 
Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in in you. All right, Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN. If we can get some scores to you, we will. Again, if there's no upsets, they would get the loser of Fremont Columbus, uh, which would be uh, coming up at 6 o'clock here at Sherman Field. If there's a lot of upsets, then about anything can uh, happen. And this is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Kearney falls in the first game of the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament to Norfolk by a score of 6-5. to five. And assistant coach Josh Redman comes up and a lot of one and two run games, the sixth out of the last seven losses and, and not winning a, enough of them too, Coach. But it was basically kind of one inning that Norfolk strung things together. What was the big difference between last week and this week? You know, I think uh, you look at that game. We came out early, tagged three in the first two, and we threw up a lot of zeros offensively. Um, had a lot of missed opportunities in that game with leadoff doubles and not getting any runs. It's hard to win one-run one games when, when that happens. So, you know, the big difference there is – uh, offensively, not driving those runs in. Um, on the mound, we got to be a little bit better throwing strikes. Seems like we get one out and walk, one out and walk. Uh, also hard to win those one-run one, one games in those situations. Norfolk did a lot of damage with two outs, especially early in the baseball game. In fact, that four-run fifth was about the only time that they – they only scored in two innings, but, I mean, they left the bases loaded in the first, and they left uh, – what did we have in the ball game? Nine on in the first five innings. Yeah, yeah you know, that's something we've – been doing pretty well here the last couple of weeks, driving runs in and um, getting those big innings, and that's something we didn't get um, today. Norfolk definitely did. Uh, they didn't miss pitches when they were up in the count. Yeah, they put them in the alleys and they're scoring runs. And again, it goes back to us not doing that uh, in the mid mid innings there in the game. Got the ball in the air a lot offensively here today, which usually, unless they leave the ball yard, and a couple of them you did hit over their yep. head, is not what you want. What did you see from their pitchers, or what did you see from your hitters with a lot of the fly ball? No, outs? We, yeah, we were we were uh, a little bit impatient uh, and played a little bit there, and in, in early in the game, chasing a little uh, some of the pitches there. Um, they were able to keep us off balance. Uh, we got the barrel out in front of a couple ones, and you're underneath, and that's not a good thing. So. Um, their pitcher, like I said, did a really good job of keeping us off balance there, especially in those middle innings. Talk about your two pitchers today. Uh, Quinn Foster walked a few many, but then he got out of yeah. some of those jams. And then Aiden, even in that fifth inning, yeah, he gave up a couple of hits, but you had an error. You had a couple of seeing eye singles. And then he shuts them down in the sixth and seventh to at least give you a chance. Yeah, you know, they, and we talked with Foster before. Foster's a guy that will come in and he'll compete his butt off. Um, it may not be the prettiest thing in the world. He'll be the first one to tell you that, but – 
uh, getting out of those tough situations and handing the ball off to Poppy there, who has gone up and down there over the last couple uh, appearances. But again, uh, staying competitive on the mound and getting inside some of those tough situations was big, keeping it close for a one-run game. And uh, I don't know if you pick a player of the game here today because you had a couple kids that did some things, but we mentioned that lineup has turned into different places for you uh, as far as who's batting in this spot and who's batting. But the middle wasn't quite there for you, but your leadoff two guys uh, were getting on base, and Cole did a great job behind the plate. Uh, yeah. I mean, I thought Cole had a really good game. Cole played really well defensively. Um, he's doing a really good job kind of commanding the, commanding the game from the catcher's position, uh, throwing a couple guys out. It was big, keeping out of scoring positions. Um, and then offensively, like you said, top of the order. Uh, it's really important for us to have good approaches in our one, two, three, and I thought they did. Uh, lacked a little bit of production there in the middle, um, but hopefully we get back to that here later tonight. A couple more for Coach Redmond. Uh, Nolan came back in and batted, so uh, what can you tell us about what happened uh, over there? Picked one and got him right in the sunglasses and split his, uh, the crown of his nose. So he's fine, no stitches. They'll get him cleaned up and he's ready to go. These consolation games uh, are usually – not a lot of fire in the belly, but I know your kids always want to play baseball. So uh, we're waiting to see who it is. We figure it's the Fremont Columbus loser. Uh, what do you do waiting around and then playing another baseball game? Today? I think we're going to go get lunch here, um, keep them together here over the next couple hours. Um, bottom line, though, is this is kind of the message I'm sure Arch is uh, relaying to down there is, you know, it's competitive baseball. Uh, it's April. Uh, districts is less than a month away. So we can't take afford to drop games here, and we got to have a little bit of fire in our belly for tonight. Yeah, this is a good, not great, but a good baseball team right here, and you don't want to get yourself in a bunny bracket and districts and things like that. Right. And you got winnable games over the next, yep. with all good due respect, Fremont and Hastings and, and what we've got coming up. There's a lot of winnable games still on the schedule. Yeah, you know, that's, it's going to be nice at the end of the week to be home. <laughs> we have one, one home game all, all year. The kids are excited to be at home. We practiced yesterday, a uh, beautiful day at Memorial Field, and that was kind of the, Gosh, we got to play at home for very soon. So they're excited to get at home, uh, take care of business this weekend, and then uh, keep it rolling in here for districts. All right, we'll see you at 6. Appreciate it. Thank you. That is assistant coach Josh Redmond here. Carney High comes up just short by a score of 6-5 to five against Norfolk, and we'll play again at 6 o'clock here on ESPN. We'll look at the numbers At next. Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal with two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. 
Ag Explorer International is providing the agriculture industry with the highest quality products at the best value, like NutriPak with its state-of-the-art chemistry. NutriPak increases growth activity in the four major parts of plant development, roots, stems, leaves, and fruit. If it is green and grows, NutriPak is a product for you. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical for a dealer in your area to get synergized NutriPak and Enzone from Ag Explorer, 308-468-6206. This is KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings. We will uh, get you back to regular programming. Hale Varsity will come your way at 4 o'clock, and then uh, Royals Baseball will join that after the consolation uh, game tonight. As we said, unless something really weird happens, it'll be here at Hartog at 6 o'clock. Uh, if not, then you have to pick up and go to Sherman Field at uh, 6 o'clock, and then you'd be looking uh, at somebody like Lincoln North Star. Lincoln Northeast, they played. Uh, I doubt Lincoln High is going to beat Southwest. So, I mean, it, it would like Lincoln High would have to win for Carney not to be uh, over here. So we'll see how uh, all of that plays out. I don't think there's uh, any way that uh, you would see the five and six and seven seeds go down. Two of the three would have to. And uh, here's a look at the numbers that we had for you. For Norfolk, Six runs, ten hits, two Carney errors, both in that four-run fifth inning. They left nine men on, and those were in the first five innings. Jack Borgman, who's going to play some college baseball there in Norfolk at Northeast Community College, was one for two. He singled and scored in the second, walked in the fourth and the fifth. Easton Sullivan was two for four. He doubled in two runs in the second and singled in a run in the fifth. C.J. Hoffman, he's a solid baseball player, but was just one for four in the ball game. Hudson Waldo, who's going to end up getting credited for the win in this game uh, after uh, he was pulled out and then they scored all their runs there in the fifth. But uh, at the plate, he walked in the first and uh, then was 0 for 3 because he struck out in the third, reached on that error that started the four-run fifth and grounded out. Sawyer Wolf walked the first two times, and then he walked the last time and singled in the fifth. So he was one for one with three walks. Carson Anderson was 0 for 3, but he grounded into a fielder's choice in the fifth and drove in a run and scored. Zach Cordner was kind of the man at the plate. He was 2 for 3 with an RBI double and scored. Jacob Culligan was 2 for 4. He singled his last two at-bats. And Carter Raymakers was 1 for 4 in the ball game and scored twice. So six runs, ten hits, two errors, nine men left on. Quinn Foster will be the hard luck loser here today for Carney. Uh, both starters went four innings, and then Aiden Poppy uh, came in for three relief innings for Carney. And Ethan Senevec will come in. Let me let me change that up. Actually, the loss will go to Aiden Poppy because he started the fifth, did not come in in relief. So Poppy will get the loss uh, for Carney High. Cole Throckmorton was two for three today with two singles and a walk. Garrison Burns was two for four in the ball game. Caleb Larson ended up going two for four. He had a double and a triple. That triple led off the seventh, and he ended up scoring. Then we had Bryce Anderson had a rough day at the plate. He was 0 for three with a walk. Griffin Novacek the same way, 0 for four. Bo Scala was one for four. He singled and scored in the second. Quinn Foster was 0 for 2, got hit by a pitch and scored. Nolan Smith was 1 for 2. He doubled in a run and scored in the second. He walked in the fourth and reached on that outfield air in the sixth. And then Carter Lee was 0 for 2 with a sacrifice bunt. Five runs, eight hits, only one error for Norfolk. Carney left seven men on, two of those 
in the sixth inning. Every other inning, first through fifth, they left on one, and then none there in the seventh. So Hudson Waldo uh, and Easton Senevec doing the pitching today for Norfolk. We will wrap things up on the New West Post Game Show after this. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. This broadcast is made possible in part by Tillotson Enterprises, committed to being Nebraska's leader in spray-on roof coatings, interior foam insulation, concrete lifting, foundation repair, waterproofing, and concrete floor coating. They provide highly skilled crews, exceptional customer service, and the honesty and integrity their customers deserve. They use the latest equipment and small, well-trained crews closely supervised to get a level of quality not always found among the contractors who will be asking for your business. For more information, go to Trust. Tillotson.com. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. All right, that's it here from Den Hartog Field in Lincoln. We are going to be back with you at approximately 5.45 this afternoon with a consolation game for Kearney High. Uh, watch us on Twitter. We'll let you know uh, who they're playing and at what spot. But like I said, unless something drastically weird happens, it'll be right here at Den Hartog Field. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. A big thank you to our many fine sponsors, including Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, Hellman, Maine, Costler and Cottle, Five Points Bank, Family Physical Therapy, Optical Gallery, ENT Physicians of Kearney, and Johnson Landscape. A four-run fifth inning was the difference in the ball game here today. Carney scratched one across in the sixth and one in the seventh, but could not complete the comeback. Norfolk six and Carney five. Again, we'll be back with you at 545 this afternoon. And then Friday, Carney will host Fremont. That gets underway at four and Hastings Saturday at 12 noon. Norfolk getting ready to play. Lincoln East, the number two team in the state, the number one seed in the tournament, coming up here at 3 o'clock. Norfolk 6, Carney 5. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own, and every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. 
It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Thank you for being a part of this ESPN Tri-Cities High School Sports presentation. For a complete broadcast schedule, coaches' interviews, and past game recordings, head to newschannelnebraska.com. And thanks for listening to ESPN Tri-Cities.